Hello, and welcome to the Intentional Healing Podcast. This show will dive deep into the issues that disrupt the lives of BIPOC folk in urban communities. Because guess what? We understand that people from the hood need healing too. We can't always be hard. We just need to be intentional about our healing. I am your host, Veronica Clanton Higgins. Today, we are going to talk about owning our femininity with Yoseline Sanchez. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so don't be scared. We're going to be on the hood and holistic tip. We're about to tap in with your girl, Yo Yo. Hey, Yo Yo. Hey, hi. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming through, Compton's <laughs> Finest. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here with you today. I'm yes. so blessed. <laughs> How are you? I'm. T- I'm hanging in there. My coffee behind me. I'm going to hit that in a minute. Uh, but I'm just so happy to have you here. I think you're so awesome and so dynamic. So it was just like so important for me to get you on this mic. Um, so generally how we do the podcast is broken up into two segments. The first segment is the identity session, right? Where we talk about who you are, get to know you a little bit better. And then the second segment, we call it the healing session. It's on reclaiming your power. Okay. All right. Let's do this. Let's do it. See, I love her. Okay. So what we're going to do is ask some opening questions so the listeners can get to know you. All right. So I'm about to go through. You ready? Yes. Let's uh, go. Okay. No Nate Robertson's over here. Okay. So what's your favorite color? Red. My favorite color is red. I love it. It's so bold, bright powerful it means like courage bravery all that good stuff even my walls and my room are red <laughs> i just love it it's my favorite color for sure and i was just gonna say that because um yo yo posted a, a picture of herself and her room. I said, is her is her room red <laughs> like it's like i think three walls are red and like one is white Although doors are white. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But it's all red and the roof is white. So it's like, when I when I first painted it, I was like, mm, how is this going to work? You know, because I <laughs> meditate sometimes. So I was like, it's going to be really dark in here. But right. no, it's perfect when I open those windows up. Like, it looks good. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, go ahead, Red. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So this is always a good question I love to ask people. What is your favorite song? My favorite song. Have you heard the song, I Like the Way You Love Me by Brenton Woods? No. Oh, my God. I love that song. Okay. <laughs> I was dedicated that song um, back in, like, 2007 or something like that. And it's just so, like, it's an oldie. Uh-huh. So it just always gets me in my groove. Like, I'm feeling myself. I'm singing to the top of my lungs. It just makes <laughs> me feel good. Like, I like loving on myself. So this song is like, oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> oh, okay. So now we got to add that to our playlist yes. on Apple or Spotify mm-hmm. or Amazon, wherever you listen to music. Mm-hmm. Um, so repeat the name of that song again. I like I'm the way you love me. <laughs> I like the way you love me. Yes. All right. Okay. So since we're still on the topic of songs, mm-hmm. so what song gets you, I know you said that gets you in the mood for loving on yourself mm-hmm. and everything, but what's like your go-to song when you like, I got to get Amp. Like, I, I gotta get crunk. up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Anything Megan the Stallion or Dom Kennedy, they get me turned all the time. <laughs> I just feel good. It's like whatever any of their music, like, it turns me up. Like, it gives me that confidence, that vibe. Like, yeah, it's gonna be a good day. Whether, whether I need to work out. Yeah. Or just do something, get to work. Like, yes. <laughs> and I second that Megan the Stallion because every time I'm coming over here to Color Compton, I got Meg. 
on my playlist. Yes. I just can't play with the boys in the car. Okay. Because my sometimes. son, I'm like, this is female empowerment, son. And Get it with is, it. Really. Get with it. <laughs> it's the anthem. Every song Every, is the anthem. Her confidence is just like top notch. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have to check out Dom Kennedy. Yes. Um, Me too. That's yeah. the one I came out in the video. Video. I just give me that. <laughs> That was one of my goals to be a video by and I was like, yes, let me do this. And yeah, it was so dope. Look at you, yes. reach your goal. When you said Dom Kennedy, uh-huh. I said, isn't that, I was getting ready to say, isn't that the video you yes. were in? I'm a TEDx talker, a yes. video, up at Foot Locker. If you don't know, you just got to know who yes. Yo-Yo is. Okay. So, Yo-Yo, mm-hmm. what's your favorite movie? Favorite movie, set it off. Ah! all-time favorite movie like i watched it so many times growing up it's just so relatable like it's it's so good and like queen latifah and jada like i love them so it's a good movie and like i will have it on vcr just having it there like always on replay (laughs) and that is like when i think girl or chick flick I'm like, let my chick flick be set it off because those four, <laughs> they were ride or die. We got to do this. Yes. We're not advocating for robbery or violence. No. But what we are saying that if you got a squad, you want your squad to, to be eat. just, yeah. <laughs> we all get a play. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So what is your sign? Scorpio. I rep it so much. <laughs> I'm a Scorpio, loud and proud. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're a Sco- Scorpio. Uh-huh. What is the f- your favorite aspect of your sign? You know how people always say mm-hmm. Taurus or this or Scorpios or that. Yes. What one? Which um, aspect do you fully embrace? Mm-hmm. That I'm very like mysterious and also um, just captivating and charismatic. Mm-hmm. Like those. That's all known for Scorpios, like we're like that. And that's definitely yo-yo, so yes. Okay, I love it. Okay, so let's let's go and get nosy. Okay, okay. <laughs> What's an interesting fact about you? Hmm. Interesting fact. Well, I go by yo-yo, so mm-hmm. how do I get the nickname? I always get this ass. So when I was in middle school, there was a girl named Jocelyn, and so my name is spelled Jocelyn. Yeah. I mean, it's pronounced Jocelyn. And so um, they will call her Jojo. And so they're like, oh, we should call you Yo-Yo, you know? And they would always mispronounce my name, too. So they're like, okay, Yo-Yo and Jojo. And ever since then, I was like, you know what? It's a good name. And then I stick to it since then. And my um, older sister, half-sister, her name is Johalma, and she goes by Yo-Yo, too. And I was like, oh, wow, like, I didn't even know that. And now we're both (laughs) Yo-Yos. But, like, I love it. Like, that's a, it just stuck with me. And a lot of uh, people don't even know me by my first name. They Ah, just know me as Mm Yo-Yo. Yeah, and they're like, oh, like, sometimes people don't even think about asking me, like, what's your name? They're just so used to calling me Yo-Yo. My professors in college would even call me Yo-Yo all the time, too. Like, it was just the given name now. <laughs> and the, uh, and I noticed that sometimes, because your name is Jocelyn, and sometimes people call you Jocelyn. Jocelyn. And I always marveled at that. I yes. like, that is not that woman's it's name. No. <laughs> and I always correct people. But at the same time, I'm like, you know what? Like, Spanish isn't even my language either. So, you know, like, let it be. You know what? Like, you got it. You got it. It's okay. <laughs> For those of us whose native tongue is English, her name is Jocelyn. There is no J there. Don't call this woman Jocelyn. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So, what are three words to describe how you feel right now? Happy, cheerful. Blessed. 
Oh, this is a good one. And when I was coming up with some of these questions, I was thinking about you. So what do okay. you wear to feel soft? Hmm. Maybe some leggings, mm -hmm. some sportswear leggings. Okay. Like a hoodie or like just a loose top, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Or my Snuggie. You know those blankets that are like... <laughs> Those blankets that you could like you put on yes, <laughs> You know what? Like when I'm about to have a day where I'm just gonna chill, put mm -hmm. some candles on, those snuggies come through and I could just relax. Just you know. Wait, what color is your snuggie? <laughs> it's green. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody gave it as a gift, so I was like, you know what? It's cool. I'm I mean, it. I like it comes in handy because like yeah. a backwards robe almost. Okay. Yeah. Yo, yo, in yeah. a snuggie. I'm here for it. Okay, so what do you wear when you want to feel a little thugged out? Oh, probably still the leggings. You know, they, they're very <laughs> flexible. Can't you go wrong with leggings. <laughs> and then um, the sneakers, you know, some sneakers, comfy sneakers, some forces. Uh -huh. And a hoodie for sure. You can't go you know? wrong. Or my Compton activist gear. Always, you know, black, Compton, repping the city, you know, just always. And I love my Compton. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Me and my sons and my husband got so much Compton activist gear, we might as well open up our own merch store. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> For real, like, at work, at my uh, former job, we could wear wherever, right? Right. So I would always wear a Compton activist shirt, and then they would be like, I mean, that's your uniform, huh? I was like, you know what? Yeah. Like, yes. You know, I got all kinds of styles, different styles, so I would always wear it with something different, too. So, it looked, <laughs> you know, it looks nice. You can wear it with a blazer. You can just wear it with, with some anything. jeans. Yes. You can dress it up. Yes. I remember one time I was at the grocery store, and I had um, the one that had the Hub City on it. Mm -hmm. It had the Martin Luther King uh, monument. It's blue and gold. And okay. this lady stopped me. She said, I'm from Compton, too. I was like, cool. She's like... Where you get that shirt from? And it was an older lady. So I said, "Do you have social media?" She said, "No, baby, I don't do. I don't do that." Then I was like, "Hey, I need to get some cards from the activists yes. because this lady wanted a shirt." I mm -hmm. said, "So Compton Boulevard, you just got <laughs> so yes, I agree. Yes. When you want to have your thug out Compton representation, Compton activists yes. is the way mm -hmm. to go. Okay, so now that we've gotten a chance to get to know you, let's go into some questions. Okay. All right, let's do it. This is how we do it. <laughs> so, Yo-Yo, describe to us what it means to own your femininity. What it means to own my femininity. To stand in my truth mm -hmm. and my essence and embrace every part of me. To be comfortable in my own skin mm -hmm. and... Um, the way I carry myself, um, being confident, embracing my confidence and my sexuality too, being comfortable in my sexuality and expressing that mm -hmm. and the way that I dress, the way that I feel, really like embracing my feelings and my nurturing and giving spirit as well. Mm -hmm. so. Yo, that's a good one. I love that because a lot of times women are told how to operate and how to function instead of allowing us to define those terms for yes. ourselves. So I just love the way you just described how you own it for yes, you. Yes, we have to break free from that. Because yeah. most definitely there was a time where I didn't feel that way. Okay. I didn't feel comfortable expressing my femininity or being um, seen in that light. Mm -hmm. I had to protect myself or mm -hmm. be guarded and, you know, um, dress like a tomboy, you know, just, but I... 
at some point you learn to embrace yourself and love yourself as you are and um, definitely tapping into that femininity is really important. It's mm. an asset. I love it. I love it. <laughs> okay. So I know you said you were a little bit tomboyish and just to, that's back before you healed mm-hmm. from that. But when we think about stereotypes, especially those that pertain to um, those assigned female at birth, mm-hmm. um, what female stereotypes do you embrace? Um, our nurturing selves, like how we are comfortable um, being the givers and the caretakers, those definitely, um, I embrace that. I like taking care of my people, making sure that people are comfortable being a host and just um, making sure people are fed, you know, all that good stuff. I think that is something that I do um, that is a stereotype of women being the caregivers. Um, and I, I do um, honor that. Okay, good. I love mm-hmm. that. But which ones do you want to release? Release? Yes. Mm-hmm. The ones that we should um, just you know, be quiet and stick to um, just the house, you know, um, sticking to that stereotype too, that the women is only to be at home, taking care of the home, cooking, cleaning, all those things. Like, no, a woman deserves to also have her individuality and be her own person. Mm-hmm. Aside from being the home taker, she can, a woman can, but at the same time, they could also be a dominant um, female in the workplace, you know, leading a male-dominated um, environment. Mm-hmm. So those are also, um, you know, we have to give ourselves opportunity to be that and to break free from just the gender norm that they placed us to be at, uh, at home. Like, we could be whatever we want. Yes. And I'm so happy that you said that because a lot of times, and for women who are listening, Yo-Yo just dropped some good nuggets. You could be whatever you want. You don't have to subscribe to um, gender stereotypes on how you as a woman should function or even as a mother or even as a partner um, or anything like that. Because I always laugh when people say, oh, you're supposed to do this. I'm like, I ain't supposed to do nothing but stay black and die, you know? <laughs> um, or when they tell you that if you're a woman, how you're supposed to behave in a relationship or these Instagram people, tell me how you feel about this. <laughs> these Instagram influencers oh who are always telling women <laughs> how to get a man. Like, you should be this, you should be that, and oh, you attract no. your they're your perfect mate. Yes, no. Does that annoy you? It does, because no, like you just reposted to a post earlier on your story about um, that I can't be controlled. Like, I need someone that's going to be like, that's my baby. And like, yes, I'm going to do me, you know, (laughs) like definitely. Like, no, um, I don't subscribe to those messages on women saying how, what you should do, what you shouldn't do. Like, no, like you have to accept me as I am. Right. You know, um, I am my own person. Yes. And so I'm going to dominate that, my world, you know. Yes. (laughs) You either rock with it or you don't. Come on, you either (laughs) roll with it or you fall back. Yes, because I did post this on my stories. I said... I can't be controlled. I just need somebody that will step back and clap and say, that's my baby. Yes. And let me tell you something. When you are in your authentic self as a human being, as an individual, you'll attract the perfect partner. Because I don't even subscribe to um, stereotypes for men either. I feel like a man is a person who operates. And do we compliment each other? Yeah. Like, how do we do that? Um, and my husband is that person. He's one of those people... I, 
Look, Mr. Higgins is waiting on me to be a millionaire yes. so, you know, I could do my thing, right? And so that's just really comforting that he is not in that male stereotype of, oh, she needs to be pregnant, she needs to be at home, she should be cooking and cleaning because the favorite line in my house is we do not subscribe to patriarchal <laughs> Yes, North in this right? I want my boys to be with somebody because they love them, right? And they take care of each yes. other. Yes. Like my, I told my son, you are not nobody's ATM. If you with a partner, be with a partner because you guys love each mm-hmm. other and you support each other. And that comes from releasing the stereotypes of how women are supposed to operate in a relationship. Yes. So yes. So now that we're 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 discussing what it is to be. Um, female or our feminine selves, how does your divine femininity show up in your relationships? Do you think it shows up as a strength or a weakness? Both. Okay. Both, definitely. Um, because when it comes to being vulnerable, sometimes it's still doing that intentional healing mm-hmm. <laughs> to, um, you know, repair some of that uh, broken trust in the past. So definitely when it could be a weakness when um, you're unable to be vulnerable mm-hmm. in your relationship because of um, mistrust and, and that damage that happened in the past. Yeah. Um, but it's also a strength because it helps you grow as a person and really um, re- reclaim that power within you and also um, share how you feel and be authentic, show up authentically to yourself, not suppress feelings that you may be um, wanting to avoid right. and sit with, but like you're actually expressing it and you're voicing um, what's running through your head mm-hmm. because that also could like just block your ch- throat chakra. chakra you, know? yes. <laughs> you can't live like that. <laughs> like you can't um, be um, hostage to your thoughts and emotions. So um, when we're vulnerable um, in our relationships with our partners mm-hmm. and our friendships, um, when we're honest with ourselves and with others, then it um, it um, enhances our relationship, our connection. Right. So it's definitely a strength in that essence, but it could be a weakness when we're unable to um, be vulnerable mm. in relationships, and when we're able. And so when um, if I'm not being vulnerable, that means I'm not living in my femininity. I'm not. Ex- mm. um, Letting myself, mm. you know, tap into deeper into that. Oh, that's beautiful. You better comfortable <laughs> with, the, with the good word. Um, but what, what what advice would you give to a young woman who is struggling with being vulnerable because or or being too vulnerable? You could pick which one mm-hmm. because sometimes women. How can I say this without being? Uh, without stereotyping, sometimes individuals show up in relationships and they're vulnerable too quick because they're trying to attach to someone. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes people show up in relationships and they're not, they're they're guarded. And so they're not able to connect with someone. So when you think about those aspects and when you consider yourselves, how did you work through that or heal that aspect of yourself in order to uh, be able to tap into your uh, femininity in relationships. Well, definitely when it comes to um, like maybe getting too attached, um, maybe ask yourself why. Mm. Like, what is it about this person? Or like, because there might be some codependency issues you might ha- be having. Mm-hmm. You know, some attachment issues. Why? You know, what's that inner child in you saying? Like, needing from this this relationship. Like when you say like maybe um, opening up too soon. You know, like you have to make sure that you're evaluating yourself 
and where is that coming from? Like, are what what are you seeking from that mm-hmm. attachment or from that relationship that you're forming? You have to check in with yourself a lot in that process. So make sure that when you are um, choosing to be vulnerable and letting your guard down, that you're um, being vulnerable with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, checking in with yourself, meeting with yourself first, so that you can know what is it that you want. Um, like me for, from coming from personal experience, I just had an amazing coaching session a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> something with a real, something similar to this. Um, and um, you know, really it, it, it's all about checking in with yourself, being aware of how you feel and where um, choosing when to be vulnerable mm-hmm. and why and um, but being honest with your yourself first, yes. your feelings and then um, knowing that you can stand whole by yourself. Yes. And um, being comfortable with that and then inviting another person in. Whew, when it's right, when it's right. Yes, I love that. I love that. I'm glad you yes. enjoyed your coaching <laughs> session. I hope that person, uh, you know, helped you. Okay, so... <laughs> I have one last question because I really want to uh, um, ask you this question before uh-huh. we go to our uh, our break. Um, so women have passed down. Uh, and whenever I say these comments, ladies and gentlemen, is not to generalize or demean. What we're looking at is cycles and systems that prevent us from healing or moving forward, okay? So I do give that disclaimer whenever you hear me say women have or men have, okay? So women have passed down repressive and adaptive behavior from one generation to the next because we're told things by our mothers and our aunts and stuff like that. Um, In my mind, it was just a way to survive in a power structure um, that was built on the masculine and not on the feminine. Um, what do you want to change for the next generation of women? Definitely to stand in their truth and being honest. Um, luckily for me, I'm first generation um, born and my parents, I feel like they're both the individuals that left from their families and migrated to another country and tried to break generational curses in their families. Mm-hmm. And then then they left it to kind of to me. And so like now I, I definitely want to encourage other people to um, do the same for themselves, to break the patterns that our families like pass down um, and to take the time to heal because mm-hmm. we have the privilege to and yes. the resources and the tools to actually take care of our mental health. And maybe sometimes we don't... Um, check in with ourselves. We think that we're okay, but we're carrying trauma from our parents mm-hmm. or from our great grandparents, you know, and just our li- whole lineage. Right. And so we have to um, take inventory and make sure that we're breaking free from those patterns of um, staying quiet when maybe abuse may ha- be happening in the household. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when um, traumatic experiences happen to us, being vocal about them and how they happen to us and our healing process because it's... Um, uh, the time varies from individual to individual. One um, person can heal um, faster from something than another person. And so we need to be also um, able to understand that and give each other the space mm-hmm. to to process our feelings and our traumas and experience that and um, 
be supportive of one another. Um, don't let people just hang on like to, on their own, like to carry themselves. Offer that community care right. that that individual is going to need because we can't just throw self love, self love mm-hmm. over and not support people. Um, let them just to hang dry. You know, like right. we have to be able to care for them. And I just uh, maybe in in Hispanic households, for, for example, mm-hmm. um, sometimes we're told um, to just oh. If somebody's experiencing mental health issues, for example, we throw them away. We want to just say, oh, that person is crazy mm-hmm. or, you know, things of that nature. Um, and it's not fair. So right. we need to be able to break that too and um, offer support right. that they're going to need. So um, those are definitely things that I would encourage people for um, to continue to break free of those patterns and um, be supportive and be stand in your truth. Um, be your own person. Good. I love that. We can heal as a collective if we stand in our healing as an individual. That is beautiful. All right. Well, that ends the first healing session where we talk about identity and how we see ourselves. All right. Stay tuned as we'll come back for healing session number two, Reclaiming Our Power. This episode of the Intentional Healing Podcast is sponsored by Color Compton, an organization intentionally working with Compton youth to build community among people of color through history and art. Check them out at www.colorcompton.org. All right, now we're back for session two, healing session two, which is reclaiming our power. All right. So I really love the nuggets you dropped earlier in our identity healing session. You was on point. So thank you. Thank you. And I'm hoping that you all are listening to a lot of things that Yo-Yo is saying because they are so very, very valid and they can actually help you if you tap into what she stated. So now, Yo-Yo, we're going to go into reclaiming our power, right? right? So let's start with this one. What parts of yourself have you rejected? Hmm. In the past, growing up, I rejected my facial features. Mm-hmm. I got bullied a lot for my nose in particular. Um, and so I, for a long time, I was like, oh, like I didn't like looking at myself because of my nose. Mm-hmm. I would get called Squidward. And um, it made me so uncomfortable and self-conscious of my appearance. Right. For a long time, I wanted to get surgery. I was like, when I'm old enough, I'm, I'm going to get surgery. I'm going to remove it. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't accept that part of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just reclaimed it. And I was like, well, this is my face. Mm-hmm. You know, my parents' face, my ancestors' face. Right. Like, I need to honor my features because they have a story. Right. And so... Um, I started to like embrace myself, my physical features mm-hmm. as they are, and now I accept it. And like I'm like, wow, I can't believe I wanted to like you know modify my face. Right. Um, why was I so ashamed of it and like embarrassed or like just didn't like it? You know. Now it's like, no, oh, it's my face. It's my nose. <laughs> like I got a Beautiful piercing nose. on it. Your face perfectly. I got two p- piercings <laughs> on it. Now it's like, look at my nose. You know, I got some bleed on it. <laughs> Love it because my next question was, what parts of yourself do you want to reclaim? Okay, yes. So it seems like you reclaim yes. your nose, which nose. looks beautiful, yes. your face and her nose ring is popping. Okay. <laughs> but are there any other parts of yourself that you want to reclaim? And it doesn't have to be physical. Mm-hmm. It could be emotional or psychological. Are there any parts of yourself that you want to reclaim? 
I think I'm still working on my um, curves. Mm-hmm. Definitely, like, sometimes I'm like, oh, I need to work out. Like, my stomach is is looking as big as my ass. <laughs> so, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I need to work out, you know? Like, <laughs> get, back out, get back out there and start running. Like, so sometimes I'm... Um, I need to be more comfortable in accepting my my curves and my body as it is. Like mm-hmm. I'm growing. I'm not gonna be as tiny as I used to be. So also to that, when um, I started developing more, I had a I was a late bloomer. <laughs> so when I started to develop more, I was like, oh, you know, like I need to embrace my thickness yes. and how I am. Like and so that's something that um, is a battle to always reclaim. We need to make sure that we're living on our bodies as mm-hmm. they are. Um, we're not always going to feel comfortable, maybe, but it's a, a process and a journey to really embrace our bodies. I love that <laughs> because a lot of times we look at other people and you're like, oh, I wish I had that and I wish to have that. And then that other person is like, well, I wish I had this and yes. I wish I had that. So body positivity, body positivity. Mm-hmm. is absolutely Definitely, a beautiful yes. thing, yes. a beautiful thing. So a lot of people come to me because they're like, oh, you have such a big butt. I want a big butt. And I'm like, do you? <laughs> It, this comes with a lot of. It does. It's heavy. Like jeans are hard to, to find. find. Yes, you know, can't lay flat. On, you you know? can't lay flat because yes. your back does yes. this. I'm, I'm making an arching yes. symbol with it's my hand. Hard, right. Because yeah. I always wish I had a smaller butt. Yeah. So, so I could wear regular I clothes. Forget. Do you forget <laughs> until you look in the in the mirror? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm packing back there. <laughs> you know so what? Forget because you knock stuff over or it gets oh, yeah. in the way. I literally knocked over my husband's laptop this morning. He said, There you go. And I was like, I was like, it gets in the way. But that goes back to body positivity because I had to embrace that aspect of myself, especially when I was much smaller. It was just like an anchor. And now I feel like now that I'm a heavier, it, it all balances it out. Um, but people will say, oh, I wish I had this. or I wish I had that. And I'm like, I wish it was smaller and you want a bigger one. Mm-hmm. And that just comes to messages that we receive about how women yes. are supposed to look. Yes, yeah, so like European standards. Yeah. No, we don't need that. We don't need that. Absolutely not. Brace your butt, your boobs, and your curves. You got big legs, it's okay. If you got little legs, it's okay. If you ain't got no boobs, it's okay. Hey, if your butt is flat, it is okay. Body positivity is very, very important. Okay? Mm -hmm. Love what you have about yourself and Mm -hmm. accentuate it. That's why I love the fact that you went and got a nose ring. Yes. (laughs) I love the fact that you are embracing your curves. I think your body is beautiful. And that is not sexual harassment. I think your body is beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) I received the compliment. (laughs) We six feet. Don't worry. (laughs) Yes. So I'm glad that you are reclaiming that for yourself. Yes. (laughs) So now, yo, yo. Describe how you experience your own power. Like, a lot of times when people have their power, they feel themselves tapping into their power, they feel it. Like, where does it sit in your body? Um, Do you see a certain color? Do you smell a certain scent? Like, how do you um, experience your own power? Wow, that's interesting. I always wanted to um, know what color, you know, represents my aura, like, Mm -hmm. always. But I can't think of a color 
but I know that it represents like in a smell, like a fresh, um, liberating smell. Like I can't describe it, but it's just very liberating and it feels free and peaceful. Mm. And um, so I do um, stand in my power with by my truth telling and showing up authentically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you do that, do you feel it in a certain place? Like does your, do you feel like a, sensa- a warm sensation go through your body? Does your heart beat a little faster? My faster? chest, okay. yes, yes. <laughs> I get a thrill, like my heart, yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> so I'm a very passionate person. So it does definitely show up in my heart. My eyes, like, just, I get all really, like, <laughs> really happy. <laughs> but, yeah, it's definitely, like, just get, uh, yeah, I, I'm a very passionate person. So I feel, that explains yeah. the red. <laughs> yeah. That explains yeah. the red. Because red That's is too, a color yes. of passion. Yeah. But, but see what, um, red, I don't see, like, I don't see that color. Oh, really? No. You know, my, my favorite color is red. So right. I was like, maybe, you know, that's why. Right. But I don't see the redness. Huh. And I wanted to do, you know, those pictures sometimes people do. So yes. it shows your color. color I wanted right. to do something like that to see. I do see a lot of rainbows sometimes a lot. So a mix of all colors sometimes, yeah. But see, okay, so now you want an aura reading. Mm-hmm. So that way you can see what see color, what color your aura I read is. Because yeah. I don't know. Like, I just huh. feel like. Like with that smell, like sometimes I feel like really balanced out. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I do need a vibe check on that. Okay. <laughs> look, and there's places, look, if y'all are one of those people who offer those services, yes. um, let a sister know so that way she could go get her mm-hmm. or I'm okay. all about all those holistic healings. Yes. With that Reiki healing yes. too, all that good stuff. So when you th- talk about holistic healing, mm-hmm. so even with the Reiki and stuff like that, do you feel like that helps you to tap into your power or cleanse your system like what does it do for you definitely yes um it helps me cleanse my um space you, you know i'm i'm very passionate about service so sometimes mm-hmm. i'm out in the community a lot engaging with a lot of energies my job as well mm-hmm. it requires me to be very present and active um be an active listener mm-hmm. um so i'm always attracting all these different energies so i like to um you know, meditate and practice these healing. So like with Reiki, mm-hmm. like it's all about an energy exchange. Sometimes because of all these energy exchanges I'm doing, I feel all the heaviness. I'm a very empathetic person as well. Right. So I feel it all sometimes. And so when I practice these healing methods, like they help me release all of that. Okay. Um, and so it's a cleansing practice for me to like, okay, I took all this energy. Now it's ready, like, I release it out with all these self-care practices, Mm -hmm. but also have someone um, that um, engages in Reiki healing or all these practices to take care of me too. Like I allow other people to take care of me as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's good because I feel like that also balances you energetically. Mm -hmm. And so when we're looking at um, our owning our feminine power, that's one way to do it is to make sure you're balanced and you're cleansed yes. of other people's raggedy energy. Yeah. I say everybody got raggedy energy, but you know what I'm talking <laughs> you know, about because yeah, you yeah. never know who's people coming in your space. Heavy energy, you know, sometimes and um people are attracted to you because you got good energy too, uh-huh. but they just come and rob you of it. The, the energy vampires <laughs> yes. are real because they are just coming yes. to suck you dry. So you have to be careful of that too. And so like when you practice in these um Healing methods holistically, like um, whether it's drinking your tea or, you know, just um, doing some meditation, something freeing like that, um, you're 
releasing all of that so that you can tap in deeper to who you are and your your femininity. Oh, that's beautiful. Now, um, do you feel or do you think being uh, uh, owning your femininity or existing in your femininity is a weakness? No. No, it's an asset, definitely. Yeah. Good. Yes. We have to be own ourselves, be um, reclaim that power that it's sexy to be feminine. You know, it's it's a trait that a lot of men, um, you know, or women seek after too, like to so that that you're so in tune with who you are, with your persona, with your voice, your kinks, you know, anything Mm -hmm. um, that you're comfortable and your intelligence. that you're emotionally mature, mature, um, all that is is divine, and you need to honor your yourself as you are, um, because you're you're the source, you know, mm. you're the energy, you're everything, and we need to embrace that and take care of it and be proud of it. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Has there ever been a time where you felt like someone's masculine energy bothered you or overpowered your feminine energy? Mm. Yeah, definitely with um, narcissistic men, mm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> manipulative men <laughs> that um, think they got you like that. And it's like, no, boo-boo. Like, <laughs> 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 like, like, I know who I am. I'm not going to let you play me or anything like that. Um, yeah, but it's it's definitely interesting to s- that how men try to to dim your light, mm. you know, and we shouldn't allow that. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And that is a beautiful point. <laughs> and so when we look at that, how do you describe your relationship with your feminine self? And then how do you describe your relationship with your masculine self? With my feminine self, I let myself be soft mm-hmm. and bubbly with myself um, and just be comfortable in that because a lot of times I try to shy away from it. Like I like to just be all fun vibes, <laughs> laughing all the time, but I, um, I've been embracing being soft, softer and just more gentler and kinder to myself. Um, talking nicer to myself too. Mm. That's another way to, you know, love on myself. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely, you know, taking care of myself in every essence. That's beautiful. Mm. So how would you describe your relationship with with your masculine masculine self? Right. Mm, With my masculine self. Being strong. Mm -hmm. You know, knowing that I got myself. I read something too that said that we are the plug in our lives. We mm. have the power to turn the lights on or off. And that's so true. Like we definitely need to um not sleep on ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know? So go hard on that. I think sometimes when I think of my masculine side, I think of like being exuding confidence, you know, mm. and being um courageous and um providing for myself. Um everything that I got I, I that I need, I got. Mm. I, I got me. <laughs> no, I got me and mine. So definitely um, when I think of a masculine son, it's like, yeah, you're solid. You got yourself. Oh, you know? <laughs> I love it. Okay, so since I asked that question, now I got to ask this question. If you were to give yourself a percentage of, let's say, just being yo-yo, what percentage do you feel is more feminine and what percentage is more masculine? <laughs> That's hard. <laughs> Because I definitely 
um, hot and cold sometimes with those. <laughs> like, I could easily jump out from one yeah. to the other. <laughs> Oh my god! So I, I'm gonna say 50-50. I I'm say, say 50 that's what I'm talking about. Balance. <laughs> yes, because yeah. I could definitely do. You know, it's duality. Yeah, I, and I'm a fan of duality. Yes. Is it masculine and feminine duality? Yes. Is it ratchet and refined yes. duality? Because I'm here for it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an east side, west side. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, exactly. Uh, I'm just absolutely loving this because I think it's very important and critical that we when we look at ourselves as individuals right we have to look at those parts so that way we can be balanced mm-hmm. we can experience duality so we can exist in our authentic self i think a lot of time people get so focused on one part mm-hmm. that they're you ever seen like the yin and the yang oh yes 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 mm-hmm. like you gotta have well, you gotta have light mm-hmm. gotta have darkness you gotta have masculine you gotta have feminine. Yes. You just gotta have a balance mm-hmm. so that way you can exist in your authenticity, yes. right? And be yourself. I think a lot of people are searching for who they are, right? And they're looking outside of themselves mm-hmm. as opposed to checking within okay. themselves to see who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was watching this um, video, and I, I'm not gonna talk about it right now too much. But the guy stated, are we living life or are we experiencing life? Mm -hmm. Do we have thoughts or are we experiencing our thoughts? So basically, things are flowing the way they should flow. And we're just here, like experiencing this moment right now, right? Because things that are supposed to happen, happens on its own. Like breathing. Yes. Like all of these wonderful things happen on their mm-hmm. own. So are we experiencing our feminine self or are we fighting it? Mm-hmm. Are we experiencing our masculine self or are we fighting it? Because if we just release and just experience, things will just flow yes. the way that they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wish I had to jump from. So I'm like, yes. Okay. So yo, yo. Uh, yes, a word. <laughs> <laughs> That's the message for real. Like being present, like you really gotta be present, right? Yes, and, and that's ask yourself those questions. Because a lot of times we try, and the the reason I brought that experiencing mm-hmm. thing is because a lot of times people are fighting themselves. So instead of just experiencing things, they're trying to control it. And remember, with mindfulness, like you just said, yeah. being present, right? When you are operating in a state of mindfulness, you're not trying to control anything. Mm -hmm. You're just present in the moment. It's just like if you're in prayer or meditation, when you are there with God or whoever your higher power is, Mm -hmm. right, you are experiencing that peace with them, right? And so instead of trying to do this, like move it a certain way, you just, that's why you feel so at peace. Because you're experiencing the presence of God. Right? And so what if people just experience life that way? It would be, I was listening to someone that says stress is just fear. Fear of something. So when you're stressed out, you need to figure out where is that fear coming from? Are you afraid bills aren't going to get paid? Are you afraid that you're not going to get your assignment done in time? Mm -hmm. So stress is just fear. Now, 
in order to not be stressed, you have to release that fear and just experience life. So I was like, oh, tabernacle. This is what we experience life, people. Yo-Yo is experiencing life right now. She's experiencing and embracing her masculinity and her femininity, but she's not forcing it. She's just letting it flow the way that it's supposed to flow with her Scorpio necklace on today. <laughs> yes, I got the Scorpio necklace in the front and my tattoo in the back. In the back. <laughs> so it's, yes. it's balanced, it's balanced. It's so yeah, so um, Yo-Yo, thank you for allowing us to experience with you today. Thank you for having me and experiencing me as I am. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Are there any final thoughts that you want to leave our listeners with? Reclaim yourself, your truth, mm. your power. And remember that you are the source, the energy. You are divine and beautiful as you are. Um, don't shy away from that. Live and show up authentically mm-hmm. always. Mm-hmm. Living your truth. Don't compare yourself. Be happy. And live. Experience life. Yes. Be present. Be present. We only have one life to live. Make yeah. the me- best out of it. I love it. That's a good way to end something. Oh, oh that's beautiful. I'm going to put that on the shirt. Okay, where can our listeners find you on social media? On um, social media, you can find me on Instagram or Twitter, underscore two underscores, love yo-yo. And um, you could also find me on YouTube uh, for the TEDx Compton Boulevard talk we did uh, with Awesome Veronica and the TEDx Compton Boulevard team. I'm so grateful. My TED talk is on YouTube mm-hmm. as the Rose that, that grew from concrete, Yoseline Sanchez. Um, like, share, comment, all that good stuff. Uh, listen to the message, receive it. And thank you so much to all the listeners. Veronica, I just want to say that I'm so proud of you. (laughs) It's beautiful. Thank you so much for thinking of me and having me here and your podcast. I listen to every episode and I will continue (laughs) to listen to every episode. We appreciate (laughs) that. It's a blessing seeing, uh, witnessing you uh, realize this dream of yours and this um, mission. And you're doing it so beautifully and it's nice to see it come to a fruition Aww. and to be here today. So thank you so much for having me. Oh, and I received that because you was on my list, honey. Because <laughs> I was like, I knew the conversation would be intentional. And I already know how you think. So I knew that you would drop nuggets for our listeners. Yes. And this is what we're talking about when we think about people from communities such as Compton. People always think that uh, the stereotype has been uh, people who are rude or ignorant and stuff like that. And I'm just hoping that the guests that I've had on this podcast um, have shown you that we are intentional about our healing, that we do have holistic people Mm -hmm. here, and that we do think about and have conversations on how to move our community forward Mm -hmm. on on an emotional level and a psychological level as well. So Yo-Yo, I appreciate you. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thanks for sharing space with us today. Remember, your words have power. Use them to heal, not to harm. Tap into your divine feminine power to heal, but remember to be intentional with it. Until next time, bye!